three, two, two one. one. Fingernail polish. Twelve. Twelve? Oh. There's a ruler in front of me. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> I went to go pick up my glasses, and they just kind of stood up. I don't know if you can oh, see them. I can. That's interesting. Wait. It did not work. <laughs> Starting off with a bang. Oh yeah, we are. Thank you. you. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's just gonna go down. All right. Here. I'm so excited. I'm like, my tummy's already upset from the first time, and I'm still like, I'm gonna go make another one at some point because it was too good. <laughs> I, don't care. I mean, oh, this is this is how the world ends. It's with something delicious <laughs> and addictive. I got nowhere to be tonight. I can do a movie night that is frequently interrupted by break times. I think that uh, sounds like a solid evening. Or a liquid mm-hmm. one if you're having a really bad night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Too soon? <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how it shakes out. Ah! <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> anyway. Anyways. Chai Hi there. there. Welcome to Cream and Sugar. Hey, Allie. Hey, Julia. Why does Michael J. Fox make the best milkshakes? Why? Because he uses the best ingredients, obviously. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh-huh. If you thought otherwise, you're horrible. <laughs> no, I, I didn't. I, I didn't know that he had good ingredients, though. It's good to know. Yeah, he buys the best. He loves milkshakes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, intro song. And then the actual intro music. (laughs) (laughs) So anyways, we are going to talk about milkshakes today. Yes. I know that's not coffee. Or coffee related. <laughs> but you know what? It's time to shake things up a bit. Ah! I see what you did there. Ah. But before we get <laughs> too far down that rabbit hole, how you brewing? I am brewing wonderfully. It is hot outside almost all the time now. And I am going to the beach. I am reading a lot. Oh, my goodness. Hold on. Hold on a second. Okay. Hold I need to on. give a book update. Oh, how far am I into my goal? Thirty-nine books. I have eleven oh more to go. Gosh, that's it. That's all you have to go. That's all I have to go. Y'all, I will be or- uh, owing her another <laughs> Barnes and Noble subscription. <laughs> you still have a get out of this free coupon? No. Okay, so um, that'll be part of your yeah. Christmas present. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I'm getting. Although I have hit a reading slump, I started. One, two, three, four, five different books in the... Nope, six different books in the past week and put them all back down. Oh, man. I was just not in the mood because it was so nice outside. So I just went outside. That's fair. But yeah, also I have some vacations coming up that I'm very excited for. Oh, boy. Uh, I have one, two weekend trips planned and a week off of work where I'm not traveling, but I have plans for that weekend to do some fun things, so... Good. Dragon Con is one of them. I'm very excited. (laughs) 
we still have not <laughs> committed to Dragon Con, and I need to figure that out, like, today. Mm. Yeah, and I think they might go up again. I don't know if we can afford it, honestly. We we really need to sit down and talk about it. Yeah, that's understandable. It was, usually we'd have the whole year to save up for that kind of thing, and then this year we were just kind of like, hey, do you want to go in a couple months? Yeah, so. it was really sudden, and I didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have any outfits planned. <laughs> What am I supposed to do? Well, neither do I. I still need to order an Azula cosplay. Oh, okay. You could just go and enjoy your life. No, I have to cosplay. I love cosplaying. <laughs> it's one of my favorite parts about going to Dragon Con. I, I, I prefer being comfortable. That's fair. And if I can cosplay and be comfortable, cool. But if not, I'm not going to worry about I it. I would so much rather look cool and be so uncomfortable than to not get to dress up. I get too cranky. I don't. I just live in the I moment. I get irritated. It's my favorite. I don't. I can't. Well, I live in the moment, but my moment is sore feet or something aggravating me and I can't move correctly. Mm-hmm. Now, if my feet mm-hmm. are happy, I'm happy. If my feet are unhappy, yeah. then I might not enjoy it. But other than that, I can be super uncomfy. Hmm. That's fair. Um, other than that, how are you brewing? I'm brewing pretty okay i have lots of updates for you (laughs) Uh (laughs) uh-huh well um so a couple of weeks ago we talked about me potentially getting a promotion um Mm -hmm. that did in fact happen i ended up yay uh, thank you i congratulations yay i counter offered (laughs) what they were originally going to give me so I got a little bit, bit more than I was expecting. And that makes me really proud because I did my first big adult thing, which was counteroffer yeah. my, my salary. So mm-hmm. I was very, very proud of myself. I'm proud of you. And then um, shortly after, I caught COVID. Yay. <laughs> yeah, not as exciting. Um, I mm-hmm. When I tell you COVID is no joke, I mean it. Um mm-hmm. A lot of people I had talked to said that they didn't have a lot of problems with COVID. You know, they were just kind of congested and they didn't feel well. And that was about the extent of it. Well, it hit me Mm -hmm. like a truck. And I want to preface with I am fully vaccinated and boosted as of uh, March, I think, was my booster. I can't remember. Mm -hmm. Fairly recent, you know, nothing crazy. Yeah. As she mutes her microphone to cough again. (laughs) Well, I also have asthma, which is part of the reason Mm -hmm. I found it necessary for me to take any and every precaution that I could. Because I know a lot of the reason people end up getting hospitalized is because it gets to the lungs and they end up drowning in their own fluids. And that's part of the reason why Mm -hmm. this thing is so deadly is because it happens really fast. And Mm -hmm. when I caught COVID, it started as a sore throat and bad bad congestion and I could feel the mucus running down the back of my throat and I couldn't do anything about it like you could just feel it was there mm. and I could every yeah. anything I took wasn't helping um hmm. I ended up waking up one morning with 102 fever and I I was Ugh. taking medicine and it was not coming down finally we got our hands on some Tylenol so that I could alternate between Tylenol and ibuprofen and that eventually broke my fever and I had to stay on top of it for probably another 36 hours before it was finally breakable to where I didn't have to take medicine anymore it was miserable Mm -hmm. 
I could not sit up without just immediately falling back asleep. Mm-hmm. So, um, zero out of ten. Don't recommend. <laughs> it's not even. Would not do again. Would not do again. It wasn't fun. It sucked. Um, it was not a vacation from work. It was work to exist. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, my lungs are still really unhappy. I'm still coughing and sniffling, and it's been over a week since I tested positive. So we're recovering slowly. <laughs> mm-hmm. And Mike has been so good to me. He's been taking care of me this whole time and making sure that I'm like staying warm, that I'm actually taking my medicine. And I hate taking medicine like with a passion. So he has been so good <laughs> to me, making sure that I actually stay healthy and recover. Um, I probably would have been a yeah. lot off, a lot worse off if he was not helping me stay healthy. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'm okay now. <laughs> I was good. out of commission for a whole week. It was awful. Mm-hmm. Don't recommend. I remember like I'd Snapchat and then you wouldn't answer for hours. And I'm like, good. She's sleeping again. <laughs> it was bad. I didn't. I was in one of two places the bed or the couch that was it Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) yep and there was a lot of memory loss that came from the entire experience because i did nothing but scroll through my phone because i didn't have the energy to watch a movie i didn't have the energy Mm -hmm. to read i didn't i couldn't work on my notes i couldn't work from home i literally couldn't do anything so there's a whole bunch of memory loss of this whole week because there was nothing distinctive about it other than when my next dose of medicine was going to be. <laughs> like everything just blended together. Yeah, it really did. It was awful. But I feel yeah. a lot better now and I'll be able to go back to work on Tuesday. Yay. Yay. That's good. Yeah. You did. You turned around. Like you got really into COVID for a couple of days and then you turned around and now you're like, anyway, I can record a podcast for like, what, five hours now? Yeah. There was there was a day where I had decided that I was going to try to go into work, and I was still really weak. Um, but I was like, you know what? I've been at home. I can sit up and walk around now. Maybe I should, you know, try to go back to work. But I had a really bad cough mm-hmm. still. So the everyone was like, um, please go home. We don't want you here. I was like, wow, yeah. that feels really crappy. Thanks. So I went home and I cried mm-hmm. about it. <laughs> mm, I'm sorry. That's okay. I ended up going in. To work on Saturday and my coworker and I tried to catch up a little bit because we are so far behind um so we got some overtime mm-hmm. this weekend yay yeah that makes me happy <laughs> mm-hmm. um but other than that I'm brewing pretty good I feel better and I get to actually do things again I went to the store and that was fun <laughs> mm. <laughs> it's a good time yeah I literally didn't leave my house for like at least a week. Yeah. I mean, I'm only supposed to be Makes quarantined sense. for five days, but even five days out, I felt awful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like you just didn't have the energy to bother. Yeah. I, I was so weak that I couldn't do anything. I wasn't eating half my meals. Like there, I had no appetite, mm. which is unusual yeah. for me. I am, I am a woman of food. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Something is wrong if we decide to stop eating. Yeah. It was really strange. So I have my strength mm. back. We're doing okay. Just a bad cough that I'm muting in between talking, which talking mm-hmm. is one of the things that makes my lungs really itchy right now. So 
this will be a slow episode. Yeah. <laughs> I'll try to fill in the gaps for you. It'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> ah. <laughs> but other than that, I'm brewing pretty good. Good. So, I have a quick fire question for you. Okay. What is your favorite flavor of milkshake, or where is your favorite place to get one? Hmm. I have two. Okay. The one that I get the most that I really, really like is the cookies and cream shake from Chick-fil-A. Ooh. Because they're the only ones that, like, consistently have, like, little pieces of the cream from the Oreo in their milkshakes. Huh. And it's so good. Like, a lot of places will just use the cookie, you know? Or the cream gets blended up too much so you can't really taste it. But Chick-fil-A, you get, like, the little pieces of cream and they just go squish and then it's so good. Hmm. They're like milkshake bobas. I don't, huh. That's funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mm-hmm. didn't know that you could even do that with the cream. I figured it would just get dissolved like everything else. I, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Or every once in a while, I just crave a really, really good caramel milkshake. Interesting. I know you can relate. <laughs> totally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's only every once in a while. So most of the time I go to Chick-fil-A and get a cookies and cream milkshake. Okay. And with the spicy chicken sandwich, it's like, mwah, beautiful. Mm, mm, I can taste it now. That sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. What about you? What's your favorite milkshake flavor or place to get it or both? So I am fairly lactose intolerant. Um, so whenever mm-hmm. I have a milkshake, I'm taking a risk. <laughs> because that is... <laughs> yeah. A lot more than the few bites of ice cream I'll usually eat. Um, Mm -hmm. So when I decide to destroy my stomach, I (laughs) really like cookout milkshakes. Um, Mm, Usually I'll do the peanut butter and banana. That is my favorite combination. Hmm. That is one of my least favorite combinations. But you hate peanut butter in in milkshakes or ice cream. And bananas. <laughs> you don't like bananas? Oh my god. In milkshakes or ice cream. Okay. I yeah. love fresh banana in ice cream. It's one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I'll allow it. So yeah, peanut <laughs> butter and bananas my go-to. And Cookout does a pretty good job. Okay. Good. Yeah, see, Cookout, the Oreo milkshake is just chunks of cookie in vanilla ice cream and they call it a milkshake. So <laughs> it's still good, but it's not really a milkshake. Right. <laughs> um or the frosted lemonade from chick-fil-a i really like that does it count as a milkshake no but it's still really really delicious i'm pretty sure it's just vanilla ice cream and their lemonade but if it has vanilla ice cream doesn't that make it a milkshake no okay (laughs) well then what's a milkshake that is such a great question because that's the first thing i address (laughs) Aha! I didn't even look. Well, good job. You found my first topic. Thank you. So, naturally, I thought uh, when I was picking milkshakes to do as research, I thought I'd be choosing something pretty straightforward, right? It's a milkshake. You can't get much more complicated than that. Right. Once again, I am incredibly wrong, and (laughs) it's controversial, and... We're about to learn why milkshake is such an aggressive topic. Okay. (laughs) I'm excited. Let's go. So the first thing I did was I searched, what is a milkshake? Naturally. Right. And I got a Mm -hmm. very aggressive article that was trying to explain to me 
the difference between a milkshake and a frap. Okay. And I was like, okay, well, that just left me with more questions. Mm-hmm. And if you asked me, and actually, when I read this, I said in my head, frappe, because that's how it's spelled. Right. So, if you were to ask me now, what is a frappe? You would say... Uh, I honestly call them coffee milkshakes. Great. Okay. A that frappuccino. Is a, that's a solid yeah. answer. Okay, good. That's what I would say, too, okay. is it's a blended coffee beverage, right? Yeah. Oh, that's that's funny. I literally typed that. I wasn't sure what I typed. <laughs> so I scrolled down. <laughs> it's exactly what I typed. So it's a blended cool. coffee beverage, you know. Well, apparently, mm-hmm. in New England, they have some very strong feelings about what milkshakes are and how the rest of the United States is wrong. Oh, I'm so sorry, New England. Specifically, the New England states. Okay. Additionally, there's another type of milkshake that is also not a milkshake. And I just got really confused. Okay. So we're going to break this down one at a time. Okay. And we're going to start with the majority of the United States first, before we get into the controversial New England. Sounds good. So the rest of the United States is a pretty simple question. I went to one of the only places I can get a decent, unbiased answer. Merriam-Webster Dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That, that shouldn't be too biased. So I looked up mm-hmm. in Merriam-Webster, and they said, It is a thoroughly shaken or blended drink made of milk, flavoring syrup, and often ice cream. Okay. So, with this information, we're going to break down some of the different names of milkshakes. Okay. The first one I came across was our aggressive New England frap. Mm-hmm. And that is exactly how you pronounce it. It's spelled frappe, F-R-A-P-P-E, but it is pronounced frap, and I will get into why. Wait, you know what's funny? What? I learned it as frappe because I worked at McDonald's, and they call it the frappe, and that's how they spell it. So that was like a frappuccino from Starbucks, but they didn't have to say frappuccino and get in an argument with Starbucks. That's fair. And I accidentally ordered a frappe at at Starbucks once and they looked at me weird and I was like I'm sorry I work at McDonald's okay I just want the caramel crunch crunch <laughs> the caramel crunch crunch <laughs> so the original name came from the French term frappe with an accent accent mm-hmm. ter- towards the a giving it an a does, does that make sense when I say that yeah like if you have a linear alphabet a to z the accent is facing down towards the A side of the alphabet. So it has an A sound instead of an uh, Mm -hmm. when it would be pronounced towards the other end. Little French lesson. I didn't realize that that was a solid distinction, but I knew what you meant when you said it. Yeah, that was how my (laughs) French teacher in high school taught me the how to remember my pronunciations is if it points towards the A, it says A. Hmm. Um, Anyways. Anyway. It's also spelled F-R-A- P-P-E-R, and the E-R is pronounced A. Still not important. Okay. (laughs) So originally, this came from the French term frappe, uh, which means to hit or to strike. It also means to chill or to ice when talking about drinks, specifically like a frozen wine. Ah, okay. Yes, okay. So... Mm. They eventually shortened it to frappe with the accent, Mm -hmm. referring only to iced drinks, and this eventually led to the way they described milkshakes and ended up dropping the accent 
which changed the pronunciation. Oh, so, okay. Instead of it being pronounced frappe like it would with the accent, it's now pronounced frap because mm. there's no accent. It's just F R A P P E. No accent aigu. What if I turned <laughs> What if I turned around and called it a frappa? I want you to. I actually want you to. <laughs> okay, from now on I'm going to go, uh, yeah, can I just get a grande caramel frappa, please? And be like, oh, what? You know, the caramel crunch crunch. The caramel oh. crunch crunch. <laughs> you don't even understand me. So, now, this is where it gets a little weird again. Okay. They have two different definitions for a frap and a milkshake. They being New England or yes. Merriam-Webster? They being okay. New England. We're now going back towards the New England side. This is the logic that New England had. They took the French okay. verb and changed it and shortened it to where it was mm -hmm. no longer pronounced the same. So it didn't have the same meaning. So the mm -hmm. it's lost in definition a little bit. Okay. But this is not a milkshake. Okay. Okay. So... <laughs> I know what I said. A milkshake to them is not a milkshake, right? Okay. They're very different. So here's the main difference. According to NewEngland.com, mm -hmm. which I didn't know was a thing, by the way. <laughs> they stand for all New England. Yes. So a frap is a blended drink made of milk, ice cream, and syrup. A milkshake... Mm -hmm is a shaken drink made of milk and syrup. No ice cream. So chocolate milk. See, and that's what I said. This is just chocolate milk, right? Yeah. No, it is not. And they will get very upset if you call it chocolate milk. Ooh, I'm going to do it anyway, though. Because, <laughs> and here's the reason, they shake it. They take the milk and the chocolate and they shake it until it's frothy and and chilled. Um, now, this doesn't turn it into ice cream in any kind of way. You just get a mm -hmm. very frothy, uh, syrupy milk. Okay. That is a milkshake. Sure. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I could take the milk and not add any flavor and shake it and call it a milkshake if that's the game we're playing. Right. That That's exactly the game they're playing. They took it very literally. <laughs> Whatever, New England. And they get really upset when tourists will come up to like an ice cream stand and say, hey, I want a milkshake. And then they'll hand them that. And they're like, this is not a milkshake. And they said, you didn't ask for a frappe. You asked for a milkshake. And they'll they'll be mean about it. Oh, they'll, they're going to summon the evil South over a milkshake debate. <laughs> this is a serious topic for them. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I will tolerate them. Like, I mean... It's not, it's not a new concept for New England to have weird sounding names like they call sprinkles jimmies, um, mm -hmm. they call a water fountain a bubbler. Like they have weird names for them, but I think this is the weirdest one for me. Yeah, this isn't just a weird name. This is you're changing the definition of words, right? To be pedantic. <laughs> yeah, at least this is the weirdest so far. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm nervous. So we'll come back to the worst one, but for now we're going to go back into more familiar territory. Mm -hmm. 
the next one I've heard of, but honestly, I didn't know what it was, and I figured it was just an old name for a milkshake. We're going to talk about the malt milkshake. Okay. Yes. I also don't know what that means, other than malt is involved. <laughs> yes. I I have no idea what a malt milkshake is. I just thought it was old. Mm-hmm. Um, turns out it's not. It's its own thing. Oh, okay. So I started with, what is a malt milkshake? You know, same place. Mm-hmm. Start, start with consistency. <laughs> so... A malt milkshake is a milkshake made with the addition of malted milk, giving it a toasty and rich taste. And then I went, what is malted milk? Because that didn't answer Mm -hmm. my question. You used a definition. (laughs) You used the word that's in the definition within the definition. That's not how that works. So (laughs) we broke it down again. And I said, what is malted milk? Mm -hmm. And then it's uh, milk. Made with malt powder. And I go, okay, what is malt? Because obviously I am not asking the right question. Right. And then I learned that malt is less of a thing and more of a concept. Okay. So let me teach you about malting. Yes, please. (laughs) (laughs) So malt is made from malt barley, wheat flour, and dried whole milk. It's a combination of sweet and savory and at this point it still didn't answer my question of malt so i looked up malt on its own and it says that it's the process of taking a cereal grain in this case barley and Mm -hmm. soaking the seed in water just until it starts to germinate which means that it started to sprout a green leaf and it's got a a tiny little plant Mm -hmm. like baby baby plant like microgreen kind of yes. size. Yeah, like microgreen. Maybe okay. even smaller than that. Like if you've had mm-hmm. um, bean sprouts. Yeah. That's about as far in the germination process as you would get. Okay, gotcha. So at this point, they halt the process entirely. Mm-hmm. Um, they halt it by heating it. And this will cause mm. all of the nutrients that the barley would have had to grow into a whole plant. Mm-hmm all trapped in this tiny little sprout oh so it has all the makings of a big plant but it's really small now okay and what this does is it locks in all of the nutrients and the flavor and this nutrients is what the malt is oh so it's not it's not really one specific thing it's the nutrients inside a sprout that you have now harvested okay so you could do it with like barley or oats or mm-hmm. rice or whatever. Any cereal grain that would have this nutrients is considered a malt when you take it through this process. Hmm. Okay. So That's I cool. have no idea how many different types of malt there are, mm-hmm. but I do have a fun fact about malt. Oh? It was originally invented as a nutritional supplement for infants. Hmm. Okay, that makes sense. I mean, it's got, a, it's got a ton of nutrients in it, so they used it as a supplement. You feed the baby human a baby plant to make babe strong. <laughs> yes, yes, this is how this works. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> okay. So now we're going to put it all back together. Okay. Now that we've learned what malt is. Mm-hmm. So we have a milkshake, which is just milk and syrup in the, United, in the New England states, or milk, ice cream, and syrup. If you're in the rest of the country. (laughs) If you're normal. And we have a malt milkshake. (laughs) (laughs) We have a malt milkshake, 
which is milk, ice cream, syrup, and malt powder. Okay. And then you have a cabinet. Okay. Go on. <laughs> what am I doing with this cabinet? I'm making the milkshake disappear. So <laughs> a cabinet <laughs> is our next weird milkshake name. Okay. Now, I found a couple different explanations for this. And I don't know if I feel resolved enough yet. <laughs> okay. So, a cabinet or a coffee cabinet is a similar is similar to a milkshake, being made from ice cream, milk, and specifically coffee syrup. Oh, so almost what I made. <laughs> yes, if you had ended up making uh-huh. a coffee milkshake, you have made you would have made a cabinet. Hmm. Now, it's rem- it's giving me the same vibe as when you get a kitchen sink. Yeah. <laughs> ice cream thing. Yeah. Um, what are we going to call this dish? How about a couch? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Tells me nothing about what it is, but sure. This is my uh this is my favorite drink, ottoman. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh my new favorite thing. It's actually just an oven range. <laughs> I call it that because it's spicy. <laughs> At least that has some logic behind it. I, 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 well, you know, I guess it'd make more sense for it to be smoky, though, because the oven range is picking up the Oh, good point. Good point. Mm-hmm. Mm. We're thinking too hard about it, though. We need to just pick a furniture item and associate it with a random food. This is my food chair. Yes. It's actually corn on the cob, but it's basted in uh, honey butter. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I don't know. (laughs) Is there a reason why it's called a cabinet? Yes, let's get into that. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So, um, our other weird milkshake came from the New England states. This one Mm -hmm. also comes from the New England states, except it's only one in particular. Okay. It's Rhode Island. (laughs) Oh my god. Rhode Island just wanted to contribute something. So... Here's where I got confused. I was reading Uh a whole article and it gave me a really good explanation for it. And it said that the reason it's called a a cabinet was because it was where they stored the blenders used to make the drink. And I thought, okay, weird, oddly specific, but whatever. (laughs) Right. And then casually scrolling through more history and... It came up with another coffee cabinet definition. It said, yeah, the reason this is called a cabinet is because this is where um, they would scoop the ice cream from the ice cream cabinets, meaning the big glass plexi things that you see like the tubs stored in. They're called cabinets. Right. That makes way more sense to me. I don't know which one's actually correct, though. Yeah. Well, it'd be like, oh, this is... uh my iced coffee i call it the drawer because i keep my reusable straw in my drawer right like that doesn't actually follow logic okay right so Mm. i don't actually know which one this is but um on a side note there is one specific shop called newport creamery ice cream and sandwich shops spelled in the olden style s-o-s-h-o-p-p-e-s shops (laughs) and they make this drink under the name awful awful do they not like it 
I don't know. <laughs> it comes in coffee, chocolate, vanilla, strawberry, and a few other flavors. Hold on. Do they have a website? I think they do. I just want to see. It, okay. I was hoping they would have like some kind of cute design or something. It's just just a creamy liquid in a drink. It's just a milkshake. <laughs> All right. Cool, cool, cool. There's a lot of unnecessary drama behind this. <laughs> ah. Just want something. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. There's there's just so much going on here. Mm-hmm. So there's also obviously a lot of variations in milkshakes. Um, so today when we made our own, we made a very, very simple recipe and modified it to be our own. Mm-hmm. Um, we took a base recipe um, that was from tasteatlast.com. It looks like taste at last, but without the T.com. Oh. Um, oh, wait. It's taste atlas. Ta- oh, my God. <laughs> Like, why would it be at last? And I was like, oh, wait, that's the word. Don't mind me. I'm just going to go away now. <laughs> Bye. The URLs make all so much together. It doesn't make sense. So we borrowed a recipe from tasteatlas.com. <laughs> and they recommend using a ratio of one third cup of whole milk to one and three quarter cup of premium vanilla ice cream and all you have to do Mm -hmm. pour the milk and the ice cream into the blender and blend until completely smooth Mm -hmm. so we modified this a little bit Um, based on research all of the milkshakes are made with syrup of some kind it's part of the base recipe and it should have been used in this so we went ahead and eyeballed it Um, I ended up making a a variety of a Reese's cup kind of um, I used Turkey Hill peanut butter ripple with chocolate syrup mm-hmm. and some vanilla almond milk because poor tummy. Mm-hmm. And I did. Uh, I used Breyer's natural vanilla and original soy milk. And then I added lavender syrup to it to make it a lavender milkshake. And it was amazing. It looked awesome. I honestly, if you're okay with it, might go make another one real quick. <laughs> Okay, in the meantime, <laughs> we'll cut to trying it the first time. Want to dink? Yeah, let's dink. Oh, God, this is dangerous. Dink. Oh, I almost spilled this all over my laptop. Oh. Holy crap. <sighs> this is incredible. I think this is the best milkshake mm-hmm. I've ever had. Oh, my God, it's so good. I might add a little bit more lavender. But... The peanut butter really comes through. Mm. Mm-hmm. This tastes like all the good parts of like a McDonald's milkshake. Like, you know, that very specific creaminess that they have? Mm-hmm. Plus lavender. This tastes like we went to Brewster's. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. This is going to hurt so bad later. I'm definitely going to interrupt you in the middle of recording the episode to come make another one of these. Okay. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> mmm. I just got a big chunk of peanut butter and it was so good. This is not this is not gonna make it to the recording session. <laughs> no, it's not leaving this <laughs> counter. No. I'm mm. the consistency is really good. I'm surprised I didn't have to like adjust any of the milk to ice cream proportions. Yeah. It's not too thick. It's not too thin. Honestly, I think I could get it a little, just a little thicker. 
Mm-hmm. So maybe it needed a little bit more ice cream, but honestly, this is so refreshing. I actually might like it with a little bit of ice huh? towards the very end. No! Just because I like crunching. Like, you know how, like, instead of frappuccino? Okay. Like the little pieces of ice? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think if you do it too early, it's just going to melt and be more liquid. Mm. So. I think I prefer it this way. I think I like it smooth and creamy. I cannot get over how good the lavender is. I wish I could try yours. I I know I'm really weird about lavender and you're you're giving it such a high like um <laughs> review that I really want to try it and I'm just like no you probably won't like it. <laughs> I just love lavender so like I want as strong of a lavender taste as I can possibly get. Mm-hmm. Like when I go somewhere and order like lavender honey if I can't if I don't taste and go oh my god this is lavender I'm a little disappointed. Yeah. I mean, that's how I am with peanut butter, and you can't stand peanut butter and ice cream, right? Mm-mm. Like, you hate it. I probably would not enjoy your milkshake. No, I, don't, I, would, I wouldn't enjoy <laughs> yours. But we used the same base recipe and made very unique and personal milkshakes, and I think that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This, is, this has to be the drink, the summer drink of 2022. Mm-hmm. And it's gone. I also have coconut flakes. I might make a coconut one next. Ooh. Make a coconut simple syrup. This is going to turn into a whole production. Mm-hmm. Every week it's going to be like, oh, yeah, I just happened to have some extra strawberries. So I made a strawberry simple syrup, and now I have strawberry milkshakes. So I feel really bad because I put milkshake in the freezer for later for, for Mike to try. I don't think he's nah. going to get any. I think I'm about to take more. <laughs> yeah. Well, you'll make him a fresh one. It oh, won't be yes, the same if it waits in the fridge, you know? Yeah. It, that's true. It's going to turn into just ice cream, and it's not going to be the same. Mm-hmm. Did you tell him you're making milkshake? No, I didn't. <laughs> what you should do is you should make yourselves a nice dinner and do, like, a date night and surprise him and make dessert together. Oh, that's so cute. Because you have all the oh, stuff. I, like I mean, not for dinner, yeah. but you do for dessert. You could do just an impromptu date night. <laughs> I live vicariously through your date nights, so. Oh, okay. (laughs) Well, I appreciate the inspiration. Of course. (laughs) This is so tasty. I don't know. I'm full. I don't know if I could finish this. It might end up in the freezer anyway. Mine's mostly the whipped cream. And I kind of regret putting the lavender buds on it because now I'm just chewing on lavender buds and they're gross and bitter. So I'm not I'm just going to rinse out the rest, but the milkshake is gone and it was delicious. So um, I think our milkshakes turned out pretty good. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I agree. (laughs) But surprisingly, there's a history. Mm. Would you like to dive into the history of the milkshake? Yes, please. (laughs) So the history of the milkshake is a bit less complicated than its meaning, thankfully. Um. Okay, cool. But it is another early drink uh, where it got its start, meaning like it started off fairly a fairly long time ago. Not as old as some of the things that we've talked about on the show. Mm-hmm. Would you like to give a guess on when the milkshake was first in print? Um, I'm going to say the 1880s. I'm pretty sure that's a really good guess. I hey. think you're no more than 20 years off. Awesome. So, most food historians would agree that the term milkshake was first used in print 
in 1885. Yes! You nailed it. I am thrilled. I Honestly, I was like, okay, it was popular in the 1950s, but it seems like some Victorian kind of stuff, you know? Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that yes. that was an incredible guess. I am so proud of you. Thank you. I'm also very proud of me. <laughs> <laughs> so as usual, this is not the drink that we know and love today. Mm-hmm. This is similar, but not the same. It's probably just some milk with syrup in it shaking around. <laughs> I was going to say it's actually going <laughs> to give some light to that a little bit on why it's not so far fetched that they call that uh, a milkshake. Okay. So, according to the nibble.com and Stortberg Flexner Listening to America, which is a book from 1982. Okay. The first milkshake, like apple cider, was alcoholic and not meant for children. Hey, I gotta go fix this milkshake real quick. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It was frequently made from eggs cream and whiskey oh okay yeah it it sounds kind of funky it doesn't sound awful but it doesn't sound good either Mm -hmm. um they did eventually do away with the eggs and the whiskey and by the 1990s the term milkshake referred to drinks made with chocolate strawberry or vanilla syrups okay it took that long yeah um the whiskey was actually a health thing um yeah alcohol was a health thing at that point okay i'll i'll allow it i guess (laughs) (laughs) it in the same way that snake oil was good for you alcohol was Mm -hmm. good for you and it had many health benefits at the time right the same way that cocaine was just a way to stay awake at work. Exactly. Um, <laughs> we, we've we grown, we've changed, um, and so <laughs> has our milkshakes. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, this was still lacking our main ingredient, and it more closely resembles the New England frap at this point. Because okay. now we just have drinks made with syrup. Right. So... Now we throw in ice cream. Mm-hmm. So this is where we actually get the invention of the milkshake, according to um, several sources. <laughs> uh, I, uh-huh. I had a very hard time finding consistent history for milkshakes. It was very hard to get reliable information because it's a lot of, I did this, I did this. Well, mm-hmm. this is one thing that most people could agree on, and that it was okay. the invention of the modern milkshake. I I typed milkshake. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't even read it. Like I was just like, yeah, milkshake. The invention of the modern milkshake. milkshake is credited to a man named Ivan Pop Colson in mm-hmm. 1922. As an employee of Chicago Walgreens, he was inspired to mix two scoops of ice cream with malted milk and blend it with chocolate syrup. Honestly, thank you, Ivan. I appreciate it. (laughs) Now, for those that don't know, Walgreens is a drugstore, correct? Mm Mm-hmm. Back in the day, drugstores 
are also where you would go to soda pop fountains and mm. ice cream parlors. It was all the same thing. That makes um, sense. I honestly was picturing just like the general store that was just old timey small town. Mm-hmm. I mean, Chicago, so it wasn't small town, but you know, like just that vibe. When I take you to my hometown to visit, mm-hmm. I'm going to take you to a little place called Richardson's Cafe. It used to be called Richardson's Drugstore, and it still yeah. has the ice cream cabinet that would have been used for scooping. That's cool. Yeah. It's yeah. honestly a step back in time. Food, it's 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 there. Um, ice cream mm-hmm. is phenomenal. Cool. I'm excited. <laughs> Uh, by the 1930s, soda fountains were known as malt shops because of this invention. Oh, okay. And that became such a huge staple in culture. Most 50s set movies involves a couple at the malt shop sipping on a milkshake between the two of them. It's iconic. If you mm-hmm. can name me a movie that doesn't have that that's set in the 50s, I'd be impressed. I cannot. Even, right. like, it, like I can think of a couple, like, the Back to the Future kind of story where it's somebody going from here or from a current time to the 1950s, and they end up drinking milkshakes at some point. Yeah, I'm pretty sure one of the first places he goes in is that, that milkshake place. Yeah, and he orders, like, a chocolate milk. Yeah. And they look at him weird. <laughs> <laughs> so they were incredible incredibly popular after this this became like america's drink for a minute mm-hmm. um however there were milkshakes that were made without malt um they coined the term frosted to describe this oh okay so if you were to say that you got a frosted shake um there are a lot of frosted shakes like the ones that chick-fil-a makes like they have a frosted lemonade technically right. it's not wrong but because it doesn't have milk it's not a milkshake. Got it. They've substituted okay. it with lemonade, so it's technically not a milkshake. Um, okay. Otherwise, it has all the right ingredients. I'm sure they add a simple syrup to make it a little less tart, so that mm-hmm. would count. Um, it just doesn't have milk. Right. Okay. So you could also get a float, which was ice cream floating in the malted milk. That sounds weird, but Okay. But that's exactly what a float is here, too. We Like a root beer float. You'll have ice cream that is floating in root beer. But then it's like, but it's always in root beer or, or Coke or something that's fizzy. So then it kind of like breaks down, you know, and you get like the creaminess with the fizziness. So just have an ice cream scoop floating in a glass of milk. It's like. But that's weird. that's what it was. That was the original float was it was floating in malted milk. So it was like a deconstructed milkshake. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, um, I ran out of time, so I just gave you the ingredients in a cup. <laughs> Sorry, milkshake machine down. <laughs> <laughs> Understand, we'll have a nice day. So to be more diverse, soda fountain owners started coming up with their own names for milkshakes, which mm-hmm. is where we start tying back in all the crazy names that we've heard before, like cabinet. And awful, awful. yes and the awful awful (laughs) one of the ones that i hadn't mentioned previously was called a velvet milkshake neil what what i thought immediately was like red velvet but that didn't make any sense to me i don't think red velvet was popular yet right so 
I actually couldn't find an answer for this. I looked for recipes and they only came up with red velvet milkshakes that were made with red velvet cake. I was like, this isn't what I'm looking for. Right. So my guess is that it actually refers to the texture of the milkshake and less of the flavor. Mm, Because milkshakes were very velvety and creamy. And especially with malt, you have another layer of dimension of richness. Mm -hmm. So there were all kinds of weird names and velvet was probably the one of the ones that I just I was like yeah what I'm done no more <laughs> <laughs> just random words and we're like oh, okay we're done here so um that's all I had on the history of it and mm-hmm. I was like you know what we're, we're still a little short um I'm gonna look up some fun facts so I looked up yeah. some fun facts for milkshakes um okay Again, uh, we had some inconsistency, so I took things that were only from the source, and I will come back to another article that I ran into that I thought was hilarious. Okay. (laughs) One random fun fact is that Hamilton Beach took a stab at the fame for the invention of the milkshake, and in a blog post from 2015, they stated that they invented the drink mixer, which in 1911 became a staple at soda fountains. Now, it doesn't tell me what the, the drink mixer does. Right. I assumed it mixed drinks, but it doesn't say anything about ice cream or milkshakes. Right. So, in their blog post, there's a link. And if you clicked it, it said, it, it would bring you to another blog post called Mixing, Milkshake, or Mixing Shakes Since 1911. And then they never addressed anything of the history after that. All they did was <laughs> throw it in in the title and then started mm-hmm. talking about how the machine works. And I was like, well, okay. wait, where's, where's the history? Where's the proof? You can't just say that. So I don't know. They said, you're just going to have to take our word for it. Yeah. Um, what confuses me is that it says in 1911 they came up with this and it became a, a staple However, there was another link that I was looking at that was somewhat consistent. Um, so I don't know 100% that this is accurate. Like I said, there's some weird variations in this history for some reason. Um, that It was someone else that decided to put a blade at the bottom of a mixer to give us an actual milkshake maker. And... This wasn't invented until 1922. Oh. And they said that it was actually the reason that Ivan Pop uh, was able to come up with a milkshake in the first place. So. Right. A lot of people want to take credit for this. But Mm -hmm. to keep it simple, Hmm. Ivan Pop Coulson is the inventor of the milkshake in 1922. (laughs) And we're sticking with that. From here. I tried to look up more fun facts, Mm -hmm. and I found this little article. It was from mobilecuisine.com, and one Mm -hmm. of the fun facts was milkshakes got their name from being served in bars. If the customer didn't enjoy a milkshake, they didn't shake the hands of the bartender, and the bartender didn't get a tip. And I was like, where on earth did they get this information from? Because I just did like four hours of research and I never heard that. 
Right. So I scrolled down because this sounded made made up. I wanted to know what their sources were. Mm -hmm. So I scrolled down. And at the very bottom, it says, sourced by Wikipedia, fun facts about the milkshake. (laughs) So um, I'm not going to be using any of those fun facts because I don't know if they're made up or not. Yeah, that's fair. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So... I wasn't able to find any properly sourced fun facts. Um, So consider this episode to be a series of fun facts about milkshakes. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds good. So unfortunately, I don't have a lot of fun facts for you. Um, But if you really want to get a good laugh, (laughs) that is the website. And it is in my sources. Perfect. Um, Or you can just go to Wikipedia and make your own entries about fun facts about the milkshake. Can we just flood the milkshake Wikipedia article and just random stuff? You know, guinea pigs were actually the first non-human to make milkshakes. You know, actually, the first milkshakes were made using guinea pig milk. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Because that was, like, almost believable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, really? Maybe? Really? Wow. Are you sure? Um, no, maybe don't do that. You might get in trouble. I mean, Wikipedia is a free source, but it is not reliable um, because yeah. absolutely anyone can edit that. Um, so just be careful when doing your research because that is not valid. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But I did get a very good laugh. <laughs> <laughs> so that's actually all I have for milkshakes. Um, it's not a ton of information, but it's definitely a weird topic. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of fun and random information. Yes, I honestly didn't expect to get this much information at all out of milkshakes. So mm-hmm. I'm satisfied with what we yeah. found here today. <laughs> Uh, I do have a quiz for you. Okay. So for this quiz, you will create the milkshake of your dreams, and we will reveal which Marvel character's superpowers you have. I'm excited. A little random, but so was this episode. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's fitting. Pick an ice cream flavor. You have chocolate, cookie in cream, not cookies, just cookie. (laughs) One cookie. Butterscotch. Mint chocolate chip, pistachio, or coffee? Hmm. I, in the spirit of the podcast and my love of cabinets, I'm going to start with coffee ice cream. (laughs) That's so funny. I was going to pick cookie and cream. (laughs) I was torn between the two, but I feel like I could build like a really cool milkshake coffee. Ooh, yeah. Um, Yeah, I'm going to go with cookies and cream. Okay. Pick a topping. We have M&M's, chocolate chips, Butterfingers, Kit Kats, gummy bears, and strawberries. Hmm. I'm going to go chocolate chips. Hmm. I, what goes with cookies and cream? (laughs) I'm going to go weird and I'm going to say strawberries. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say I'm going to go weird and I'm going to pick gummy bears. (laughs) <laughs> no, I don't actually like cold gummies. They taste they're they're hard they're chewy. Yeah, me neither. Yo. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, Ooh. okay. Okay. Pick another ice cream flavor. We have brownie, 
Neapolitan, which is cheating. You're picking three other flavors. Uh, mm-hmm. Moose tracks, black cherry, cheesecake, or cotton candy. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get a little questionable, and I'm gonna add black cherry to my coffee ice cream. That's weird. We're gonna okay. see how it plays out. I am picking brownie because that is my favorite ice cream mm-hmm. flavor of all time. Mm-hmm. That specifically that Ben and Jerry's one, or yeah, it was Ben and yes. Jerry's, right? Yeah, it's yeah. brownie batter. Oh my god, mm-hmm. I can devour the entire pint in a sitting. Mm-hmm. Um, side note: coffee and cheesecake go very well together because April made me one for my birthday. Oh yeah, true. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I Very did not. Good. It was delicious. <laughs> <laughs> I've had so many things that I'm just like this amalgamation of yummy goodness in my head. That's fair. Pick some more toppings. <laughs> we have coconut shavings, chocolate-coated pretzels, marshmallows, cherries, bananas, and apples. Hmm. I think the only one that's gonna, that might be decent in mine is going to be the chocolate-coated pretzels. Okay. So at least we're carrying some chocolate throughout. Yeah. I'm going to go with marshmallows. Okay. So you know how I said I don't like cold gummies? <laughs> yeah. I, I do like cold marshmallows. Can't explain it. Uh, I feel like the cold marshmallows are closer to a boba texture than a cold gummy is. Oh, that makes much more sense. Okay. I'm going to pull everything back to boba. (laughs) (laughs) And finally, pick a sauce to top it off with. We have chocolate, hot fudge, Nutella, caramel, and honey. What's the difference between chocolate and hot fudge? Uh, One is hot. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, I think hot fudge is more, it's thicker. Mm. Unless syrupy. I'm going to go with hot fudge then. Okay. I want thick. I'm going to go with Nutella. I love Nutella Ooh. as a topping. See, I don't. Oh, interesting. Oh. Okay, this is interesting. Okay. With this power, you'll be able to wrap realities and control... Oh, warp. Warp realities and control the energy around you to use on your enemies. You have Agatha Harkness dark magic oh okay i thought it was gonna be i thought it was gonna be wanda but i will take that no the same thing basically just less yeah (laughs) yours is with this power you'll be able to take out your enemies with ease and destroy their ships with a single blast you have captain marvel's photon blasting (gasps) oh that's so cool (laughs) i like that one And it's just showing her over and over and over again, punching this guy into oblivion. (laughs) That's incredible. You have um, Agatha, like, doing this number. She's, like, picking something up. Yeah, it it looks really cool. Cool. I like that. Yeah, that was a really cool one. Uh Uh-huh. I like that. So, that is all I have for this episode. Um, as always, I would like to thank our listeners. We love you so much. We don't know any of you or all of you, but we love you so, so much. Mm-hmm. And we appreciate your support always. Um, all of our sources are going to be in the episode notes. This is going to include the research sources, including the weird 
uh, fake facts uh, quiz <laughs> and the recipe that we used for our base milkshakes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can also find our podcast at webrewgood.com, which will take you right on over to Podbean, but it saves you a little bit of typing, so you can just put webrewgood.com. Or you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else that you find podcasts. You can also find our social media on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, which we are about to get a little bit more active in, uh, yes. so keep an eye out for that. Uh, you can find all of those at We Brew Good. Or you can just send us an email at webrewgood at gmail.com for your questions, comments, concerns, guinea pig facts, milkshake needs, mm. and um, mm -hmm. just to say hi. Yeah. Just in case you were wondering, it's probably not the best idea to give your guinea pig milkshakes. Um, instead, maybe try for a smoothie um with Ooh. water or ice i don't know if they can have ice um not milk i feel like milk's a bad idea i'm sure they can have ice in a smoothie maybe yeah try a smoothie put some blueberries and bananas and mm -hmm. uh some strawberries and blend that up and they will love you so much and then you and your guinea pig can drink your blended beverages together yeah whatever combination you make for your guinea pig you can call it double-sided tape double-sided tape yeah you don't see the connection no there isn't one. Oh my just, oh my god um uh, the connection is double-sided tape <laughs> because yeah oh my god oh okay because <laughs> <laughs> you know you, you know and you and you just so yeah 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 and you just stay, stay rootable, rootable. <laughs>